Former Major Leaguer Sean Casey, last segment with us. Bet MGM tonight. Trista Crick, Nick Ashew. Yeah, I, I mean, Super there, good dude. yeah, there is a certain, oh, by the way, our Reds uh, down one nothing right now, Trista, to those very Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles are really good. They are. They're just good. Like, that's really what it comes down to. You know, they even haven't even had a three-game losing streak at all this season yet. They're, they're, they haven't even hit that mid-season. Everybody hits some sort of slump, whether it's a few games, it's a month, whatever it is. Every team goes through those ebbs and flows. You don't really feel like the Orioles have done that yet. No, not yet. I mean, in the Reds, like Sean said last uh, last segment, which I thought was really poignant, you, you have two of your starting pitchers who have gotten injured. So, yeah, the fact that they've had a little baby slump, that's to be expected, but they do have eight of their nine guys in their batting order that are batting 250 or better. So, I mean, it's pretty pretty damn good. And they're just, they're loaded. I mean, just so much young talent, which the way baseball operates versus you know, any of these other leagues, you have con- player control for so long. Then you have all those arbitration years, and it just gets to the point where it's like a guy can be on your roster six or seven years before you got to start talking about, like Juan Soto came up at, what, 19? Yeah. They were like, yeah, seven years from now when they're, it's like, that, that's how much time you have with these young rosters. It gives teams like the Orioles, like the Rays, anybody else that builds through their farm system, a lot more of an opportunity to to get to that point and then stay there for a while before they go broke and they're like, well, we can't afford you, so we got to trade everybody at the deadline. Yeah. No, that's big facts. That's why it's so nice to have low expectations, a bunch of young guys, and that truthfully is what Steve Cohen wants to do. He said that in his interview with the New York Post. He said, yeah. listen, like, I know what the best way to build a baseball team is. It's not to throw hundreds of millions of dollars at random 40-year-olds. I get that. Like, I know that. I know that the best way to do it is the same way it is in any other business, like hedge funds. You build internally. You build it up from within. You find talent. You grow them. You find a way to underpay them. And, like, ultimately, that's a better strategy just than just throwing money at it. And he also said, but I also know that I've got the money. So given the fact that we don't have a farm system right now, I'll just throw the money at it for us to be competitive. But I know that's not the right strategy long term. So until our farm system is developed, I'm going to continue to throw money at it, knowing that eventually how I dictate success is going to be how our farm system gets bigger and better. Listen, I'll tell you what. Smart. It's great to have an owner that wants to spend that money, but when it's not working – Fans still aren't going to be happy. Like th- this is. Yeah, I think he knows that. Yeah, he 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 seems like an owner that's kind of well. One, he's on Twitter, so he's always. I'm sure he's reading his mentions all the time. But he does kind of seem like a guy that does like has high expectations, but does tend to understand kind of where it is. Like he's a realist a little yeah. bit. That's the vibe I get. You're closer totally. to it when you do that New York show. But, Absol- you know. Absolutely, he's like, listen. So if I'm yelling and getting angry, what is that going to do? If I'm if I'm trying to blow up on, on my staff, how is that going to help us in any way? All it does is increase the pressure cooker situation. If I fire Buck in the middle of the season, who are we replacing him with? Do we have ideas? All these people that want Buck fired, they don't have any other managers in mind. So what are we really talking about here? He's a very, you can tell, a very level-headed, calm, understanding, like you said, a realist about where they're at. And he said, listen, like they just... A lot of our players just need to play better. Honestly, when you have Lindor batting 
220 or whatever it is like you just that's just not really acceptable when Pete Alonso is the only guy that you have that's really performing it's not acceptable and then he's hurt on top yeah. of that so he misses time so it makes it even worse yeah there's a certain point too where it does fall on the players people love to blame the coach and blame managers and sometimes that's absolutely the problem sometimes guys just can't hit a baseball sometimes guys can't catch a football can't make a shot whatever the case is and it's there's only so much coaching and managing that you can do before it just falls on somebody else I, you don't think he's going to fire buck tomorrow though right uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I think it's going to just kind of be a state of the union. Here's where we are. I get it. You're all pissed off. Let me at least be out in the open and be. And you know what? I'll credit owners for that because there's a lot of owners out there that won't do it, that won't speak, that don't want to face the public at all. But he's come out and said that he wants to win. He wants to build a winner. I mean, listen, the Mets came in with with World Series aspirations. They're now fifty to one to win the World Series at BetMGM. The Angels have a better record. The Phillies, the Twins, the the Padres still even with all of their problems. We're talking Guardians at sixty to one, Mariners at sixty to one, and Mets now at fifty to one to win the World Series. Wow, that is, that I mean, we kind of knew, right? We know that the Yankees and the Mets aren't winning the World Series this year. It's just the way it goes. But at least the Yankees look like a competitive baseball team. They don't really. (laughs) Compared to the Mets, they do. There's times where you watch (laughs) the Yankees, and they also throw up all over themselves. This is true. If you look at the Yankees' metrics, they are much worse than the Mets in pretty much every single metric. They are, I believe, 26th in batting average. Uh, They've got some of the lowest um, hit like uh, batting average, I said, and also they're like twenty eighth and they're hitting two twenty eight, twenty eighth in batting yep. average, twenty uh, ninth in on base percentage, nineteenth yep. yep. uh, in runs, yep. and fourteenth in slugging percentage. It's terrible. And then if you yep. look at say like the last month, it's even worse. It's just really, really bad right now. It's really bad. And it's again, it shows the team. It like out of all the teams that are winning their divisions right now, some like you kind of the Braves you expected. I kind of feel like the Central was so open, you could have said the Twins and been like, uh, okay. I mean, the Twins are 40 and 40. Anybody can still win that. The Tigers could maybe come back. Yep. They probably won't, but like maybe they could. But if you kind of look around after what we've seen. Yeah, the I'm New York ca- Yankees have the lowest amount of hits in the major league. Yeah. In the major leagues, 157 hits With in the last that 30 roster. days. Yes. And the next team is the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> Who are terrible this Who year. Who are terrible. Mets not far behind in the last 30 mm-hmm. days. Not going to lie to you. But you look at. Batting average, like I said, they're they've got a two oh nine batting average. Just disgusting. Oh my the god. Yankees aren't winning that division with the Orioles and Rays ahead of them, and it may be a situation where it's the next few years we're talking about the O's and the Rays at the top of the AL. Lowest on base percentage in the last thirty days, lowest slugging percentage in the last three days, uh, second to lowest. Just terrible. Just a terrible, terrible team. Both of them. It's tough, though, because when you're in markets like New York, you can't do a full, it's hard to do a full rebuild. But what I've always said is this. See, but I don't understand why that is. So here, here's my thing. And I've said this for years about other teams, too, other markets. D.C. can be one of them. If you're kind of trying to do the rebuild on the fly or the retool or whatever that case is because you can't rebuild in this market, well, if you still aren't winning games and you don't have a blueprint and it doesn't look like there's a direction, it's actually worse than just saying like what the Wizards are doing now. You have a new front office that came in and said, this thing is done, we're taking it down to the studs, and we're starting over. At least there's a blueprint. I get that in New York, Mets fans, Yankees fans are going to freak out if the team is really, really bad. But you know what? It's actually worse if you've got a roster that you spent a lot of money on, and it's still not winning. Because then you're like, well, are you building up 
the young part of this organization? Are you wasting the money? It just it actually is it's far worse because it doesn't look like you have any sort of direction. Yeah, it's it's I have no idea why a big market wouldn't do that when it's very clearly like how certain teams win. It's the it's the fastest, most sustainable way to build an actual winner. I get that you don't want to acknowledge the fact that your team is like just not very good and fans will be upset because you have to say outright we are not winning this whole thing but let's be real we know the fans know in their hearts both these teams are not real contenders there's names that we recognize Mm -hmm. on the team but there's a lot of teams that have recognizable names right like got Shohei Otani Mike Trout they didn't make the playoffs for multiple years in a row what does a name do for me nothing what we see from like the Reds and the Orioles and the Rays and the the Rangers, teams that you look up and down the lineup and you're like, oh my God, every single player is contributing. Everyone's above the Mendoza line. Yep. People they're actually closer to two fifty than they are under two hundred. And then you look at teams like the Mets and the Yankees and you're like, Wow, there's only three players on this team batting over two hundred right now. What are you I mean, that's just kind of like that's it. That's the math school. That's the reason that you stink. If you kind of look at the Orioles' schedule, for example, too, coming up, I mean, you've got Minnesota for three at home. We talked about the Twins. They're a 500 team. Nothing special. Then you've, you're at the Yankees for three. Then you're back at Minnesota. And then it's the All-Star break. The mm-hmm. Orioles could rally off a lot of wins. A lot of wins before the All-Star break. They're four games back of the Rays right now. And if you look, I think the Rays are, what, actually four and six over their last ten games? Plus 800 to win the division, boy. So it's, you know, we, we looked at the Reds as one team. Maybe this is an opportunity where you jump in and get the it. Orioles right now before that price starts to go down a little bit I don't more. hate it, especially with the schedule coming up. Vegas isn't building that into mm-mm, their, mm-mm. their Rays are three and five in their last eight. And they split a four-game series with the Royals at home. So, like... Yeah, they, they're still a division leader right now. Mm-hmm. But Baltimore's starting to catch up, and they're bringing up more talent. Like, they just keep, there's more and more top prospects that just keep coming up and then essentially contributing right away. Like, Jordan Westberg last night had a hit, RBI, knocked in a run. Like, there, there's another great, talented player that's a part of this organization now that could be there for years. I think the Nationals are in a better spot than the Mets right now. Oh, that makes me feel good. Thank you. You got a lot of fun players on I, that team. And you know what? They're, in a couple of years, we may be talking about the Nationals like we're talking about the Orioles now. Yeah. Where it's you take that thing down to the studs. That's how it should be. And I know, look, as a Nats fan, it was hard to see Max Scherzer get traded. It was hard to see uh, Trey Turner get traded. But I knew that's what they needed to do. And you see these teams building from within. I Washington think- Nationals in the last, no, all year. They have the sixth highest batting average in Major yeah. League Baseball. They've, they've got some guys that can play. Oh, I mean, yeah, baby. They, they, you, when you trade away talent... You're hoping to get talent that's young back in return, that even if Soto it takes a couple years. Good. I know it does now, doesn't <laughs> Soto it? Soto deal looks it good. It does. Now maybe what would be really great is if they forked out the money and paid him and he came back on top of all that. No, I don't know. It's not going to happen, I know. San Diego will still pay him. He's looked better now. I mean, he's had, what, three home runs in the last week or something. He's, he's been better, so you still have that. But Dysfunction, function. I know. What's your I, function? It's, it's crazy. It is. It's a lot of expectations, organizations that aren't used to it. It tends to not work. All right, NBA rookie props are starting to show up. We're going to look at some of those early numbers next. Bet MGM tonight.